Hey everybody, what's going on? It's Chris Zarn. It's time for today's stretch for Thursday, January 13th, 2021. And I'm just checking in on you. What's up, gang? How are you? Anybody going through a breakup right now? Anybody going through the mud? <laughs> Dude. Breakups are rough. They're so rough. Fuck. Yeah, I I'm not going through one. <laughs> but uh but it's in the air right now. <laughs> it's spreading like COVID, apparently. <laughs> and um yeah, I just figured I'd bring some some lightness and humor to it. So for today's podcast, I present to you my three favorite <laughs> artistically licensed definitely not real but based on a series of true events kernel of truth favorite breakup stories <laughs> let's get zalsi all right here we go <laughs> to lead off with we're gonna wind back the clock uh quite a ways and we're gonna go to freshman year freshman year of high school and at that time I was doing something, uh, well, according to kids that age, is fairly criminal. <laughs> and as a freshman in high school, I was dating an eighth grade girl from the middle school next door. Now, before you get all crazy, <laughs> we were seeing each other before I went to high school. <laughs> and um, we kept that thing going on. <laughs> Even with my mom's disapproval. Ah, <laughs> oh, jeez, man. That, that's, isn't that, that's kind of fun though, right? You're a teenage kid doing something a little taboo, right? A little Romeo and Juliet story, which was great for me because Taylor Swift just hit the scene and I hadn't learned to hate her yet. <laughs> yeah, you know, a little teardrops on my guitar. <laughs> type of fun real relatable at the time in any case um <laughs> we have a really great freshman year a somewhat great freshman year i guess given a little bit of distance and some pretty cool things happen uh the freshman year i get called up to play on the varsity football team which is awesome but it uh it separated me from a few of my friends and fast forward to next year's homecoming. I uh, have a shoulder injury right before the homecoming game, which takes me out for the season. So fairly depressed. <laughs> and this year, now my freshman aged girlfriend is at my school, but we don't have the same lunch. <laughs> and you know what that means? <laughs> That's the only... Slice of quality time that couples have in high school, right? <laughs> and so, early on in the semester, again, homecomings here. Uh, little breakup letter, heartfelt. And not too long after that, one of my old friends that I played freshman football with, who wasn't on varsity, started dating her. Ouch. Yeah, and they were... Real, real cozy, real close, real quick. 
<laughs> and that lasted all of high school. So <laughs> I was not bitter about that at all. And um, you know what I did? <laughs> I went to homecoming and um, and I danced my pants off. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody who was down to have a dance with me, I did. <laughs> And, uh, so began the adventures of <laughs> who I am today, maybe, I don't know, but breakup wasn't that bad. It was the result that happened after that, which plus or minus maybe better or worse, pretty innocent, right? Um, dated for two years as kids. So no big deal. That's a, a softball to lead off with now. Fast forward quite a bit of time. We're talking like middle of university. So like six years later. And get this. There's a girl who I was seeing who asked me if we could see each other exclusively. To which I responded, are you sure? Because <laughs> this person I was seeing was a person with a reputation for having a fella in every frat house. We'll just call it that, okay? <laughs> Which I didn't have a problem with, right? If she's healthy, if she's safe, if it's consensual, go for it. It's all good. But I ask her, are you sure? She says, yes. And then that same week, <laughs> what does she do? <laughs> You guessed it. <laughs> she slept with a fella in a different frat. <laughs> and I wasn't even that mad about that. I was just upset <laughs> that this woman <laughs> said, hey, <laughs> you want to do this thing that you're not even really sure that you want to do and that you're not even sure that you can really trust me to do? And I'm going to convince you that we should do it. And then... Sleep with a dude who's honestly, he's all right. He's cool. <laughs> I actually became friends with him later. They weren't dating. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, that's just one of those things that goes to show you're just better off being a hoe. <laughs> uh, I'm just, you know, fucking around, fucking around. It's not that, like, being a hoe, <laughs> which I do not use in a derogatory way, but it's not like that type of experience exactly compares to what it's like being, um, I'll call it fortunately close, fortunately close with another person. Now, if it's one person or a few, that's, that's up to you. <laughs> And what they look like and what they do, again, up to you. But uh, yeah, I was I was really bummed out by that one. And uh, what happened after that, and I haven't gotten to the, the best breakup part, <laughs> was um, I kept sort of seeing that girl. <laughs> because um, she was the type of antagonist that 
would do stuff like take me out to lunch and give me a quiet place to sleep because <laughs> I was living in a frat house at the time <laughs> and uh, help me out with studying <laughs> thanks to the uh, 30XR <laughs> uh, diet that she was on. <laughs> so, um, yeah, you know, so we kept in touch, right? Uh, one of those links. And then there was another girl who, uh, she said that she wouldn't date me because I was in a fraternity, but I also wasn't like <laughs> one of those quote unquote frat guys, <laughs> which I think means, oh, you know what it, you, wait, you know how to actively listen? <laughs> yeah, that the bar was real low. <laughs> uh, I was like, oh, you're, you're kind? You're not an asshole to the waiter. Uh, you can just hang out with me and, and not like expect or be in a rush to to bang. And what what what? <laughs> yeah, and she was real cool, man. She was really cool. Um, but yeah, I guess she just didn't think that I was uh, a boyfriend. Which hey, fair enough. <laughs> and uh, and then there was this thing that happened where. <laughs> where they started competing with each other and i don't know if you've ever seen girls compete but they're fucking ruthless when it comes to anything they're territorial about i hear that sisters are fucking savages <laughs> i don't know i never had a sister i don't know what a sister dynamic is like but it gets joked around enough <laughs> For me to know that women are such savages that they'll hold a grudge against one another for so long that they'll forget even why they had a grudge in the first place. <laughs> but the grudge is here and it's here to stay. Fuck you. <laughs> That's what I hear. Um, yeah. And then like the competition was kind of strange because like I tell one, they, they, I mean, not just not to like rub it in their face it was more like hey so like what'd you do last weekend and i'd say hey uh this is what i did last weekend <laughs> oh you saw her again hmm <laughs> yeah 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 i did cool um on the bed <laughs> on the bed now <laughs> and um <laughs> and that went on that went on for about a semester and that was cool it was fun um and it was nice to to feel honest right just like okay so you don't want to date me but you like me and you don't like me but you like fucking me so we're gonna have fun with each other individually when we see each other which also by the way you know it was like the occasional date dance <laughs> um you know some trips up to the beach or the cliffs or something like that you know young fun college level stuff 
<laughs> and then uh and then one day I I got my fucking ass kicked at work. My feet were sore. And I went over to uh let's call her Monica. <laughs> went over to Monica's house. And uh she's like, "So, how was your day?" Sitting on the couch, taking off my shoes. I was like, ah, oh, man, it kicked my ass. And then the other woman, we'll call her Becky. <laughs> yeah. Becky says, oh, yeah. <laughs> and of course, hearing the two voices in the same room was something I'd never heard before. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and now there's two women standing in front of me. Uh, first time I've ever seen them in the same room before. And they got their arms crossed like they're pulling off some thug shit. <laughs> and then I said to them, oh, <laughs> I see you finally met. I'm like, yeah, Chris, the game is up. And I said, game, of course, post-work, already sore, already tired. Already dealt with enough shit today. And I say, game, game. <laughs> no, you, you said you don't want to date me, but you like me. And you don't even like me, but you like fucking me. Am I missing anything here? <laughs> a little shock, a little shock on, uh, on each one of their faces. <laughs> and I said, no. Okay, so are, are we all through here? Yes? Great. And I walked out the door. <laughs> I didn't know if they had, like, anything left after that. <laughs> like, were they planning, like, the like a villain speech? A monologue of sorts? <laughs> or for some, like, CW television drama music to drum up? <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> no, no, sir. And, um, and that was the end of that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that, by the way, that, um, left me in a place where I was free. I was single, ready to crush it with my, my dreams and ambitions and hustle and all the organizations I was part of. And then. And then this leads to the third breakup. And that is, um, I, uh, I met someone who felt like, uh, my best friend. Like it was one of those things where everything just gelled, gelled perfectly. And, uh, we had so many similarities and so many uh, complementaries, right? The things which are opposite and also fit. Fuck, that was nice. And, uh, yeah, we, we definitely gave it our best. Um, I told her before that what kind of situation I just came out of. And I was decently self-aware that I was, <laughs> uh, promiscuous. That's for sure. And I wasn't sure if it was because of, say, 
parental uh, modeling, right? My parents never married each other. Um, and my pops being like his own thing. I also wasn't sure if it was like a logic thing. Seemed pretty logical to me. <laughs> a lot of people getting divorced. A lot of people being unhappy. A lot of people losing half their shit. <laughs> because they got into a relationship with the wrong person. A lot of kids feeling fucking displaced. Because their parents, they got together just because they had them. Or they tried to stay together just because they had them. And it made things a lot worse. All that kind of nonsense. But no, here here was uh, a person who I was like, well, you know what I can certainly do is just put my heart here out here. Just lay it out. And... If I start developing feelings for other people, if I start feeling lustful for other people, I'll tell her. And during that first year, I, it, it, uh, <laughs> um, we didn't, we didn't date. We just got to know each other. And that, by the way, that I think is a, a crucial key is to see if you can be friends first. Because if you can't be friends first, then you can't be friends later. <laughs> and sometimes what you need to do is, um, is speak to one another like a friend, right? So in any case, uh, <laughs> um, I I started in like after, so not so we didn't date the first year, we dated in the second year. And then coming up on the third year, I, man, I, I just, maybe that's what people mean when they say that the honeymoon phase is over. Like whatever chemicals were locking you on to this person <laughs> are no longer like locked on to just this person. <laughs> and this, this wandering eye develops and, uh, yeah. And communicated that with her and that was cool um and then eventually uh i i slept with someone else i didn't get her permission first and um i told her right after it happened and um dude the world blew up at that point ba-boom yeah because she wasn't like me man she wasn't like any of the other girls i'd seen um she had eyes for me and only me. At least that's what, you know, that's the only thing that she's ever demonstrated, which warmed the fuck out of my heart. And then, um, we tried different relationship dynamics. We tried living together. That was actually really cool. There was not a blow up there. It was awesome. Uh, but the key there was three. There's me, her, and this other dude, five years older than us. And that, that was a good dynamic. It was a really good dynamic. It was really great. Um, powerhouse right there. And then, uh, <clears throat> we saw each other while we didn't live together and that still worked. And then new year's 2020, baby <laughs> new decade. Um, yeah, brought in the new year with Sinatra. They got off work. 
um, uh, a little bit late. And that was the way that I started my new year. Fresh breakup. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, um, and there wasn't anything to blame. Nothing to blame. Um, uh, on her. Um, she's been cool from start to finish. Still cool. Matter of fact. And, uh, yeah, she just felt like, uh, what, who I was, was a, a mark on her reputation and her character. Like it, it humiliated her and, um, I'm great. She said in, in a lot of ways and, um, and it's just not something that she can uh, bear the weight of, of doing. And so, uh, when, when that breakup happened, it was, it was heavy. It was really heavy. Um, and so when I hear the, the breakup stories going around, like <laughs> I see them in, in all sorts of dimensions, right? Cause we, we make sense of things with help of information of past experiences that have happened to us. And so if you're out there <laughs> and you are currently going through a breakup, uh, if it's one as, as childish and sly as the first one, or <laughs> as silly and as meant to be as the second one, or as, as heavy and as close to home as the third one was, I want to let you know that, um, that, that we're here for you. We're here for you. Team pro orgasm, <laughs> team no slut shame. We're here. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. You don't have to join our team, uh, but you are a worthy individual and you should know that. At least some of you are. <laughs> some of you are cucks and <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to do about you all. <laughs> um, but uh, you'll have waves of emotions. At least I did. I had, you know, ups, downs. And at some point there might be a hyper focus on work. And you never know who's going to be into you and who's going to choose you. Especially as a guy, by the way. I don't know if that's like a dynamic that has changed in recent to somewhat recent times, but I don't see life a whole lot like men out here selecting women. <laughs> I definitely see it the other way around. Women out here selecting men. And, you know, like men posturing, right? Doing the courtship thing, being a, a valuable <laughs> asset to a person's life for some people that's financial by status by feeling by tenderness whatever it is that they value it seems a lot like women are out here like hmm you you i choose you <laughs> and guys being like oh yeah 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 sure me cool yeah 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 i i, I think i can do that 
mostly anyway you know some men out here some men out here we have a little bit of disrespect we 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 don't take no disrespect huh <laughs> have a little self-respect for yourself huh <laughs> that was probably fucking terrible <laughs> uh, but <laughs> yeah um believe in yourself respect yourself there's nothing wrong with voicing your boundaries and desires no matter what stage in the relationship at the breakup after the breakup closure um getting back together that's also another thing by the way the number of stories that i have heard of people in like a 20-year marriage 30-year marriage and having in there be a slice of time where they split apart and then came back together that happens more often than well maybe just anecdotally maybe just for like white people i don't know (laughs) but that happens more often than people might give it credit for so i'm not saying hey keep your hope up no don't do that (laughs) you might be setting yourself up to fail but uh if it presents itself maybe don't reject it outright on the principle that this isn't going to work again because that is not necessarily true so hey how about that ending on an uplifting note hell yeah brother (laughs) uh yeah um, I, I guess I did say that I was going to talk about the, <laughs> the Georgia Alabama game and I'm going to keep it short. The first three quarters, boring. Even as like a defensive guy myself, boring, way too slow. Fourth quarter blew the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and I chose that time to be a father son affair. It's weird calling it a date. I was going to do that. And I was like, don't do that. (laughs) But, um, yeah, took the old man out to Buffalo Wild Wings. Sat at the bar, had a couple of beers, some apps, right? Didn't sit facing one another because that's not, (laughs) that's not what uh, (laughs) this type of father-son relationship does. (laughs) Shoulder to shoulder, look ahead. Give me a couple feet apart. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it was cool shooting the shit, even if the game was boring. Spent a little time with the Pops, of course. We left at like halfway through the third quarter, so nothing that awesome happened. But go Georgia. Good for you. <laughs> Good to see the state of Georgia not acting like the San Diego Chargers. They're able to bring one home. (laughs) Falcons have had a rough run. Braves have had a rough run. (laughs) Atlanta Hawks, have they ever had a good run? (laughs) I'm just fucking around. Ice, ice, baby. Um, But yeah, to see uh, the state of Georgia bring home some hardware. And uh, a little feel-good story there. Coach Kirby, never beaten Saban before, beating everybody else. But not Saban, and he finally, finally got his one in the national championship game, and that's what fucking counts. We'd love to see it. 
<laughs> yeah, my favorite thing that came out of that was something that I saw today. And that thing was uh, Communist Bug Bunny. <laughs> Communist Bugs Bunny as a meme format. No idea why, but it cracks me up. <laughs> if you haven't seen it, look at it. <laughs> but it basically changes the I statement to an hour or a we statement. So it's like <laughs> University of Georgia. Uh, I won the national championship. <laughs> and then Bugs Bunny overlaid with red, communist flag in the background. <laughs> Text reads, <laughs> we <laughs> won a national championship. <laughs> And that's a we for the SEC. Right on, gang. Thanks for coming by. Hope you enjoyed the laughs. Had a good time this week at the Madhouse Comedy Club and at American Comedy Co. Um, looking forward to sharing with you some more stuff when I come back to check in with you again on Monday. And uh, if you haven't already, you know, Christopher Zara. That's the Instagram. Check it out. ZaraYogaStudio.com. That's where you do the yoga. And uh, questions. Hit me in them DMs. Love doing the AMAs. I really enjoyed the previous ones. And uh, hey, let's see if we can get something going next week. All right. Take care, everybody. Love you. Peace.